Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Modern Root Woman podcast, Food for the Soul, episode number two-ish. I am so happy to have with me today Kyle Boyd and Leah Rush, who are co-founders of the Heart Coherence Collaborative and both heart math coaches and trainers. And today we're going to be talking about all things hard coherence. They are doing wonderful work, including a second round of a 21-day hard coherence challenge that has been very transformational and healing for many people. So please join me in welcoming Kyle Boyd and Leah Rush. Welcome. Thank so you. glad that you're here. Yeah. Thank you. I so I know I didn't I didn't say all the wonderful stuff stuff that you're both involved with. So I'd love for you to take a moment and tell us a little bit more about yourself and share something with us. Yeah. So Marla, first off, I just want to say thank you so much for having us. Um, been looking into like what you're doing, and I'm really supportive of this project. So it's an honor um, to be here with you and to be here with Leah. So we usually how we start off all of our communication is to get centered in the heart first. So if it'd be all right with you, we'd love to guide you in a heart coherence meditation to start. Lovely. All right. Beautiful. So um, I'm going to I'll I'll just read the technique and then Leah will explain it a little more and then we'll dive in together. So we're going to do um, a quick right. coherence technique and how it is read is you focus your attention in the area of your heart and you imagine that your breath is flowing in and out of your heart or chest area, breathing a little slower and deeper than usual. And the second step is to make a sincere attempt to experience a regenerative feeling such as care or appreciation for someone or something in your life. So now Leah's gonna explain that a little bit. Yeah, so the really cool thing about all of these techniques is that you can do them with your eyes closed or your eyes open. So you could be doing this just out in public. If you can close your eyes and you're comfortable to do that, I would welcome you to do that. You can also put your hands on your heart, but you don't have to. And this will just make it easier to focus your attention on the area of your heart. So I invite you to do that if you can. And the really important part is that your inhale and your exhale are the same length. So we suggest five seconds. If you want us to do six seconds, that's fine. But what creates coherence is that even inhale, even exhale. And in the second part of it, we're going to be experiencing renewing emotions. So pick whatever feels good to you. If it's gratitude, Think about someone specific or a pet or a place or an event, really feel it, smile, experience it. If you wanted to pick appreciation or you wanted to pick joy, pick one of those emotions that really lights you up and specifically imagine what it is that you are feeling blissful about or appreciative of and just turn it up and feel it as you're breathing in and out of your heart yeah so we're gonna start that's called the quick coherence technique and we're gonna start with the quick coherence technique and then leah and i will add on to that and expand into feeling a couple other emotions and then we'll dive into the podcast fabulous thank you all right everybody so we're gonna dive into the heart 
So please just focus your attention in the area of your heart and imagine that your breath is flowing in and out of your heart or chest area, breathing a little slower and deeper than usual. Try a pace of five seconds on the in-breath, five seconds on the out-breath, or any pace that's comfortable to you. Now, as you're breathing in and out of your heart, make a sincere attempt to experience a regenerative feeling such as care or appreciation for someone or something in your life. Now, as you continue to breathe in and out of your heart, think about a moment in your life for which you can feel deeply grateful for and try to be in that moment now. Just see what you saw, hear what you heard, smell what you smelled. Just step into that moment now like you're there and just feel the gratitude. Tune into the frequency of gratitude for that moment. And now still breathing in and out of your heart. Imagine a moment of pure bliss. So maybe it's you eating ice cream. Maybe it's when you fell in love. Maybe it's thinking about you riding your bike when you're a little kid. Maybe it was the feeling when you first got a new pet. Go back to a moment that just feels like bliss, pure bliss, and feel that, smile into that feeling. Now, as you continue to breathe in and out of your heart, think about a moment in your life which you laughed uncontrollably. Maybe you did something really silly. Maybe your friend did something silly or just maybe something really funny happened. Just try to be in that moment and feel the laughter, feel the joy, and just smile as you're thinking about this thing that made you laugh uncontrollably. <laughs> and now still keeping that breathing going into your heart and out of your heart at that even pace 
So we experience the feeling of awe. Think about the last time you looked up at the stars or the last time you were in nature somewhere, maybe a spiritual experience that you had, a synchronicity. Maybe you felt awe for a person, whatever it is. Feel it in your body, that feeling in your shoulders, in your heart, that feeling of awe. And lastly, we're just going to breathe in and out of our heart and give gratitude for our heart. Just want you guys to feel and women to feel the strength of your heart, the power of your heart, the gift of your heart. You didn't have to work for your heart. It was just given to you. It knew that you were worth it. So as you're just breathing in and out of your heart, just give thanks for your heart and the gift of life. All right, start this podcast. Let's go. <laughs> mm, wow, that was so beautiful. Thank you. You're so welcome. Yes. Mm, I hope I'll be able to talk. <laughs> I know, me too. I feel extremely ecstatic at this moment. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's so beautiful. Uh, and so, you know, it's so clear right? It's so clear, the power and the beauty in these practices. Thank you so much. Yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. So Kyle, you were going to say, who are you? Oh, I was going to say who I am. You know, uh, <laughs> you were. You were. That's, a, that's a long story. <laughs> but, you know, I'll, I'll give the short version, like, basically, as it relates to where we're at in our lives now, in regards right. to the heart. But for my whole childhood, um, up until about the age of 28, I really was lost. And I struggled with anxiety, depression, shame, guilt, unworthiness, all these different um, feelings that just didn't really have me feeling that great. And uh, I, I tried to figure out ways to make myself feel better and since I wasn't really into holistic health at the time most of them weren't really healthy ways to try to feel better I tried to manipulate my feelings at all costs and it led me down a really really dark road but the truth is today I'm like incredibly grateful for that dark road because it got me to a bottom and I got I got to this place where it's basically like you need to change or you need to die <laughs> or you're gonna die you need to change or you're no longer allowed to work here. You need wow. to change or you can't be my significant other anymore. And so at that point, I realized that the solutions I had to try to look into were ones that were actually healthy for me. I couldn't manipulate my feelings with drugs anymore. I had to really face myself. And so I started reading all these different books and um, I still was riddled with anxiety. But not, the second that I started um, learning heart math, 
and how to breathe rhythmically through my heart and then experience elevated emotions. That was the first time in my life where I really started experiencing these feelings that I didn't want to run from anymore. And so I just kept practicing that practice and that practice slowly changed my life. And then I loved it so much that I wanted other people in my life to know about it. And that kind of led me on this journey of learning more about the heart, teaching other people about the heart. And to be honest with you, that journey has been the most incredible journey that I can't even put into words, but it really truly fills me up just thinking about. Beautiful. Yeah. So I, uh, I also walked a similar dark road and mm. I feel like my, my go-to emotion was fear. So mm. through a series of traumas, my first memory as a kid is almost dying. And then just living a life of other traumas, um, whether it's health stuff or death, uh, led me down this road of, yeah, just every bad coping mechanism that you could have. And it, none of it was fun, but I also am really grateful for it because I've experienced like all levels of hell, really. <laughs> so mm -hmm. to surface from that, you know, I think when you find the light, the exact nature of your darkness provides the hope to other people. So, yes. mm -hmm. so I went through my own journey and really my journey started more through the mind and um, I'm actually, I'm a certified hypnotherapist. So a lot of my journey to get better was making friends with my own brain through various practices and meditation and totally changing my thought system and my subconscious mind, which I then started doing for work. And I help people with, you know, everything about habit change or limiting beliefs or weight loss, all those practical issues too. But I also really tapped into wanting to align with my own femininity and that journey of my own led me to help women with that and that so much is about being in your heart I feel like a lot of the mind stuff is defensive ways that I formed my personality and ways of coping with the world that were exhausting and overwhelming so getting into that softness was my my entrance into the heart. And then I ended up studying, becoming a trainer, a heart math trainer. And what I have found is that a lot of people don't have the time that I put in to changing my brain. It was a like, it was a longer process. So heart math techniques are so there's, they really work so quickly. And it's so nice that you can look at the science of it. You can do biofeedback. So this became another part of my practice and how I help people. And it's so doable and you can experience the results of it. So I think it's very motivating to continue. So those are my two passions. Heart, <laughs> heart math and hypnotherapy. Yes. It's beautiful. Mm. And they go together so well, don't they? they do. Mm. Thank you. And thank you both for that introduction. You both touched on something that I, I think is really important. And that is that it's our trauma that leads us home. 
right? Mm. It's our trauma that leads us home. And so I, I would love if you could share any, any stories that you have about that, either from yourself or what you've noticed working with other people, especially in using um, the heart coherence techniques. Yeah. Mm. You, you want to talk about this, Kyle? Yeah, I you know, I, I'll definitely talk about my experience <laughs> with it. And uh, my experience when I was kind of awakened to the fact that um, it's trauma that's causing uh, everybody, you know, that's the root of everyone's suffering. Um, I was actually going to AA and uh, I was in AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, which I actually love. I love AA. And um, in that book, they talk about how the root of the disease of alcoholism is actually fear, resentment, and dishonesty. So like, I was actually blown away because I went at this point in my life, I'm thinking I have this vicious alcohol problem. <laughs> this relies on was telling me that I actually had um, an emotional problem. And so like, I had this enlightened moment where I was like, wait, it's actually not just me that's suffering from fear. It's actually all these different people that, and, and we're breaking up everybody's, you know, um, condition as separate, but it really all boils down to like these fears, these resentments, um, all these things that all these emotions that we're tucking in, all these things that we haven't addressed and they take different ways, shapes and forms, but we all have them. And, you know, a lot of them come from our deep, ch our like early childhood and we're not even conscious of them. And then there's different things that have happened along our journey that are like causing like these huge emotional responses that take place that then are causing us to respond similarly uh, later in life. So when I realized this, I, I realized that my mission was to create communities that would allow people to focus on just raising their vibration. Doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're black, white and alcoholic. Um, you know, if, if you, it, it doesn't really matter what your condition is, we can all treat these things together as a community. And I think once I took that lens, uh, that's why heart math has become so powerful because through the power of the heart, we can start tapping into the frequencies that heal us. Yeah, we can very much so. Thank you for that, Kyle. My pleasure. Wonderful. Yeah. Would you like to add something, Leah? Yeah, I'm in reflecting on, you know, how trauma can lead you home because it certainly can just leave you in the dark forever. It is mm. that conscious choice that you make. But I would say that home is really love. And the path mm. to that love after trauma, the contrast that you experience and then the path back I mean, I, I have a personal belief that I think we came here to experience everything. I think in knowing love's opposite, you know love. And I have had the really, just some of the hardest stuff happen and the path from trauma to home. When I think about that, I had like the most important person in my life um, through just a mistake I made in my addiction died. And I entered in to recovery with not only the 
the trauma of the loss of this person, but of the guilt that I carried for, mm. for making that mistake. And I, I never really could have imagined anything that could have been beautiful or useful. I mean, I remember at the funeral, somebody saying, you know, um, everything happens for a reason, or I don't know why people say stuff like that a day into a tragedy, but I was lost as to how that would ever be transformed. I thought I would probably just be suicidal and killing myself, even just on the installment plan for a long time. But through the path of not just the basic recovery 12 step process that I did, but also this immense project that I embarked upon to love myself, I have received from that, I think, such a soft heart and such an ability to sit with people and feel almost any kind of pain that they're in. And when I look back on everything that happened from this place, I really only feel the love of everything. I feel like it's been transmuted into this way that I help people and that I love people and even just the loss of it. I know what it's like to lose the person that is your world. And so I think I hold on to life a little harder. Mm, that's so beautiful. Wow, and very eloquent. Thank you both for that. Thank you for your sharing very deeply. I really yeah. appreciate it. And, you know, it really speaks to the power of the heart, right? To, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like love, love. There's a, a chant I love that in love is forever in the infinite universe, right? Everything else can leave, but love will mm -hmm. always be here. And, and it's the power of that love that we know is transformational, as you know, uh, in your, in your own lives. Thank you for sharing, sharing that. And, and also showing us um, the power and beauty of love and um, to heal. Because I think sometimes mm -hmm. people lose hope, especially right now, there's a lot of pain in the world and a lot of suffering. And um, thank you for showing us and sharing with us your journey so that we know that you can overcome a lot, yeah. a lot. I think uh, one thing that I know Leah and I share in common and I'll just give a little backstory before I get into it. But um, when I was in learning the Institute of Heart Math, uh, all the science behind it, and Joe Dispenza, people like that, they talked about mm -hmm. how all the all the emotions vibrate at a different frequency. Right. So the hormones of stress, like when you're um, when you're vibrating at the frequency of fear, fear is more dense. So the hormones of stress vibrate slower then elevated emotions like gratitude, appreciation, bliss. So you're more mass-like and more slow, more dense when you're living by the hormones of stress. But what blew me away um, was that the highest vibrating frequency is wholeness. So wholeness is the highest vibrating frequency. And what that meant to me was like, the more we see others as ourself, the more we see everything as ourself, the more we heal. And so when I learned that, um, you know, however long it was ago, it basically set me on a mission to just serve others. And, and 
when I started to do that, when I started to just give and see somebody else as myself, if somebody else needed something, it was like, all right, I'm going to give it to them because they are me. And when I started doing that, um, all of a sudden, like it instantly just healed me. You know, I didn't have things that were really weighing me down. I just felt lit up. I was filling up my cup and I didn't even know it. And mm. I love surrounding myself with people that are on a similar frequency of just serving, you know, and helping other people. Obviously, you have to fill up your own cup and, and all that. But it, it's just such a good feeling to be in that flow of giving, you know, and seeing everyone else as yourself. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. And I yeah. think, you know, you were talking about wholeness and I think, you know, we, we teach a lot of these techniques and they, it's about spending more time in renewing emotion. But I also think that there is wholeness that is created when you actually start listening to yourself and listening mm. to your own emotions. So I know for me, I had like a lot of people do, I, it just as a as a a thing that is created to try to be okay you avoid all these feelings so whatever you choose to avoid whether it's facebook whether mm. it's drugs and alcohol whether it's just being in your head all the time mm. there is a way that you become fractured from yourself and you're never going to feel whole or okay or present because you're just it's almost like there's a ball that you're trying to hold underwater and you're exerting all of this pressure to just hold it underwater. There's things that you're feeling. There's things that you probably were feeling from back when you were a kid even that just have not been listened to. So a big part of being in the heart, it's about emotion. So I have spent long periods of time where it's just formless meditation, where there's no technique and there's nothing you're doing, you are simply just being a loving witness to whatever comes up in your heart, in your emotion center. And you're just listening to it. You're just loving it because it's almost like you have an email box that's full. That feeling of that, of everything you're carrying around, not acknowledging, not listening to, it's like that feeling when you have 2000 emails, when you open up because you have neglected your emails, that overwhelming, chaotic feeling, that's what's going on in your brain and in your body. So as you do listening, I cannot recommend this enough, that you spend large chunks of time, like an hour of just being in silence. You don't have to do anything. And if something comes up, you don't have to yell at yourself and tell yourself you should be positive or tell yourself you shouldn't be thinking that. You just listen to it and love it. And then your email box, gets all gone through and deleted and suddenly you can arrive in a present moment where you can take on more of those renewing emotions. That sounds wonderful, Leah. Thank you. And it's so funny when you were you were speaking about that, when you said, you know, take that hour and just go through them. It reminded me of a quote, one of my favorite quotes about God from Gandhi. And he says, I have so much to do today. I'd better meditate two hours instead of one. 
So I that a great quote. And I, I find for myself too, like sometimes, especially I'll be frazzled in the morning and I'll think I got so and I'll 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 hear myself saying that to myself and then really just take the time to slow down and come to center and um, mm. take that extra time. And you know what's it always pays out. Doesn't it? It all like it something that would have taken me all day. It's done. I'm like, how did I get that done so fast? Right? Because I created yeah. coherence inside, and that's what you're talking mm-hmm. about, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And also, it's so great to do the meditation, but to also just actually have the intention that you're going to be a loving space just during the day. So when things come up that you listen to yourself and not, I think we do so much yelling at ourselves. Like you shouldn't be feeling that you shouldn't be thinking that. And it creates this constant erratic emotional state in your heart. Mm -hmm. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. You know, I I would like to talk a little bit about something that you, you both kind of touched on and that's, that's, um, you know, what, it, what happens when, you know, we live in a culture where we're in our heads, we're in our heads, we're in our heads, we're in our heads, or, you know, there's so much of it, it, you know, there's the brain thing and the hustle and the figuring it out. And, and you know, what we're finding, right, it, which is part of, of, of this beautiful movement that you're a part of, and, and that in some ways, I feel like you're leading, you're leading our, our little community in, thank you so much, um, is, is, Talk to us about like what can happen for us like in our lives when we pull ourselves out of the mind and come into um, heart coherence and really, really allowing the primacy of the heart to to rise and be what it is. Or I, or I like to say the primacy of the soul because that's in a lot of ways what we're talking about, right? <laughs> so yeah. what, 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 you have anything yeah. to share? Yeah, you know. Um, I'll, I'll speak about it from uh, like a manifestation perspective, a reality creation perspective, because um, that's a lot of fun. Um, you hear people like Joe Dispenza. He says that the, um, the equation for manifestation is to marry a clear intention plus an elevated emotion. So what this means for me is if I can get really clear on my goals and then move myself into a peak state. So a clear intention, I know what my goals are. I'm thinking about my goals and then I'm doing heart coherence where I'm elevating my emotion, a clear intention plus an elevated emotion. What that does, your, your clear intention is your thought energy. This creates an electric charge. Your elevated emotion, that's your emotional energy, that creates a magnetic charge. They come together to create an electromagnetic signature that gets sent out into the void where infinite potentials exist. Depending on how elevated your emotion is, is going to determine how effective that energy is in influencing other energy to collapse into matter. I know that sounds crazy. Probably a lot of people are like, that's woo woo. But just under, I just want to say that I have had. The, my wildest dreams show up again and again and again and again. I've created my dream life and then created my, another dream life right after that. And I'm creating another one right now. Fabulous. And it's it's mind blowing, but it the magic is real. That's all I can say. And um, 
we love to help people get really clear on what they want to, what, what is your dream? What are your goals? Yeah. We will help you. And then we will help you elevate your emotions. We will put you into a peak state <laughs> where you are going to collapse energy into matter. And we can even talk about an example of how this just happened. Oh, yeah, because we do. I know there is a, a, a statistic where they ask entrepreneurs, you know, what makes them successful. And they talk about using intuition, which is mm. very specifically tied to your heart. And yeah. HeartMath does experiments where they will have people looking at pictures that are going to flash up of either something violent or something beautiful. And when they measure the changes in their brain and their heart, their heart actually registers a response to either the violent picture or the beautiful picture before it's up on the screen. Isn't that amazing? It's mm. amazing, but mm -hmm. it is it's there to look at as proof. So your heart really can do, I mean, everybody says magic, but magic is just a little bit of the unseen or unknown. And there's a lot of that in this world. They've actually looked at huge events that have happened and they've went and studied what people's heart rhythms were before those events. And those, that heart rhythms actually predicted that the events were going to occur. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember reading about that. Isn't that amazing? Even with as far back as 9-11, that, that they, they saw that. Yeah. And thank you. And then, and then the, other, the other side of this that we're talking about too then is, is what they call the Maharishi effect, right? That's right. Right, so, so would you like to speak about that, about how groups of people? Yeah, yeah, so uh, it's called, um, there's a, it's called constructive interference. So basically when one person is um, increasing that wave, so when you're, um, when you're doing heart coherence, you create this electromagnetic field around your body, you create a wave. When two people come together and they do heart coherence together, that wave exponentially increases. So when you get two people in a room, the wave's bigger. When you get four people in a room, it's way bigger. When you get 100 people in a room, it can actually affect the whole community. So now these waves are getting sent out. And um, at a small scale, what this looks like is they've done uh, studies where the heart math has taken groups of four and they've had three people in the room practice coherence. The fourth person doesn't practice coherence. And the fourth person automatically gets coherent and trains to the other three uh, people's heart rhythms. So we, the, one of the most fascinating thing about heart coherence is that field energy. Brian Scott was just saying at RealityCon that this actually goes out five miles. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the implications wow. of that are fascinating. And, and the other thing that's cool about these fields is they've been able to study these fields under different um, technologies. And they've realized that every single person's field uh, will look different depending on the emotion they're experiencing. So fear creates a different field than gratitude. Appreciation creates a different field than gratitude does. And you can look at the field and it will have a different fingerprint depending on the emotion that you're, you're vibrating at. Gratitude, wholeness, appreciation, all the elevated emotions, those expand our field. Whereas the hormones of stress, fear, um, anger, all those things deplete our field. 
Yeah. And yeah. that field penetrates skin. It, it penetrates things that are around us. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Which is why we affect each other, right? It's why, why we affect each other. It yes, is. you can we, feel I the field. We, yeah, we affect, I think we affect reality in general. And then there is also something just at the base level, if you, if you look at it, there are some people we all know, you come in contact with them and you just feel better. Why is that? Mm. Some people, they just calm you down. And it's because they have a coherent nervous system and you can mm. actually experience that. But I will also say you can experience that non-locally where somebody can really make you feel something. And so Absolutely. there mm -hmm. is something that happens more than just when you're even face to face. And we're talking about the benefits of everything. And I know there is there is that that mindset of like you have to grind and you have to like work hard and do all of that stuff. I did approach my business at first and I always just approached life like that. I was like, wow, I was like me against the world. And you will, you can manipulate matter <laughs> with force. Right. I mean, it's true, you can, but I transferred to a totally different way of doing things that that rested more in my emotions and the thing is that whatever you want your heart's desires that's already been named i mean that's already named it's mostly about you coming into emotional alignment to just receive everything so kyle and i we were going to tell a story but we do a lot of practices together and reality creation practices with that added heart coherence into it that makes it so powerful so we will be in that emotion where we have a practice where we pretend like just the future and it's already happened and we're just recounting to each other in that emotion mm -hmm. like, oh my god i can't so believe how good it was we did this and we have profound effects that just materialize into life it's all effortless at this point yeah oh, beautiful you were gonna yeah. tell a story yeah no so basically we we a week a week ago a week and a half ago we did that exercise leah was just talking about and we were talking it just came up organically but we were like oh remember when we hosted that retreat in costa rica how beautiful it was all our friends came um and so we had a guest on the Heart Coherence Collaborative the other day. And when they finished, they instantly turned, turned to us and said, um, I'm hosting a retreat in Costa Rica and I'd love you to co-host with us. And it's the, <laughs> most it's the most beautiful place in the world. It's the instantly, place we Instantly yeah. we called our friends. They all wanted to go. It's like coming to fruition so, <laughs> in one week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know? Definitely. I, well, you know, I'm a true believer. So. Yeah. I'll say Definitely. I had the dream job, the dream. Uh, so the dream job showed up again and again, the dream house, you know, the dream girl, like all the things that I've yes. envisioned. What was that? Can't say anything on record. <laughs> no, it's on record. It's official. Oh, yeah. This is wonderful. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Heart coherence. And, you know, there's a... um. 
there's a, I don't know if you, well, you probably are familiar with this quote. It's, it's been very popular about um, the study they did at the University of Kassel in um, Germany, where they found that the person who was meditating in heart coherence had mm. 5,000 times more protons emitting from their heart area than people who are not. And yes. when I, I remember hearing that quote for me, I felt like to me, then being and being in heart coherence actually puts you in a completely different dimension then you're actually if you're if you've got 5000 times more protons then you've got you're literally not vibrating in the same dimension as someone who's not in heart coherence i mean i what's your thoughts on that yeah, yeah. you you become an entirely different being cellularly the way everything in your system's connected you're you're vibrating at an entirely different frequency and my interpretation is that when I do heart coherence, uh, say in a moment that I'm fearful and I move into say gratitude, I actually am a different being and I have an entirely different experience and I re react entirely differently. My day goes entirely differently. I, for me, that means I'm a different being, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I will say, and we love all of that. And I love, I mean, I think that the heart is the portal to God, really. Mm. But I agree. And all of that is is so I love looking at all that science and seeing how it changes and affects everything. And then there's also all of these effects that are extremely practical. Like we do um couples coherence. So we created a program where we're using heart coherence with couples. So wonderful. there is a change because what happens is, I mean, generally, especially when you're having more heated conversations, you are completely in that pattern of fear or anger or whatever's happening. Mm. And there's no connection. There's just a connection that's completely lost where you're mostly not listening. What happens when you go into fear is basically that you lose touch with everything that's creative, everything that's connected. Your nervous system makes you extremely focused on yourself, what you're going to lose or what you're not going to get. It's like you turn into a little wild animal, like, like a little yes. mind, me, it becomes all about you. And if you're feeling all about you, that is not right. a good dynamic in a couple mm -hmm. or a friendship. It usually happens more in couples, though, because it, it brings up those more primal emotions and patterns and memories that are stored. So on a very practical level, whether it's with couples or even I do think business also brings up some primal feelings and mm. it can definitely happen in business as well. So the relations that you have with people, if you go if you get coherent, you can have coherent communication. And there's a specific technique that just is basically you getting coherent and then the person's talking, you're just listening to them. You reflect back the essence. The other person will say if there's anything they need to add that the dynamic of what happens when you're truly listened to or when you're listening, it changes the whole nature of a relationship or a communication. Yeah, like Leah was saying, when you as soon as you recognize yeah. that you're in that state where you're two wild animals just going at each other, 
nothing productive is going to happen. It's just going to intensify the energy charges are going to get bigger and bigger in that exact moment. You got to walk away. You got to get coherent and then come back and listen. And, and so we really love working with couples on teaching them that practice because it's so effective. It's worked. (laughs) It's really worked. Yeah. Wow. So it really is like hard coherence is actually our superpower. Yes. You become a superhuman. Yeah. Yep. Like it's, it's a superpower that we all have access to if we actually, it is, we all have access to it. We just have to sit down and access it. I'm so glad you said that because that's how I felt for so long. And I was walking around five years ago, like, yo, do you know about your heart? Do you know what it can do? I'm alive. I'm so, so good. And people are like, dude, what's going on? I'm like, well, just try this 21 day thing with me and it'll work. I promise. (laughs) <laughs> oh, this is beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And 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 I do want to talk about the 21 day um, mm. uh, heart coherence uh, challenge. But before we go into that, I you know, it's interesting what you just said, because it's like, in our culture, we were kind of taught like, well, to be in your heart is to be all sappy and weak yeah. and, blah, 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 and, you know, real men don't, you know, all of this stuff, yeah. right? And if you're really smart, you're, you know, all, you know, so could we like talk a little bit about about like like what is like what is it really like that's not the truth right what is the truth real men real men talk about their feelings because when you don't you're holding that in you know one of the craziest things I learned was that I was angry all the time a lot of guys I know right they walk around they walk around with a hard shell and they want you to think that they're tough And they walk around with this energy like, yeah, I'm tough. I'm angry. But one of the most fascinating things I learned was that under all anger is fear. And where's that fear coming from? It's that trauma. So it's all like, all right, well, we're just we're just wounded. So let's just get to it. Like the reason you're walking around like that is because you really don't feel good. And you not feeling good like that is no longer healthy. And what's really happening to people at a large scale is the pain has just got bad enough. And people are willing to listen now because it's like we're becoming conscious beings and no one wants to actually feel miserable. You know, it's hard to change because we're so attached to to these emotions we've been experiencing. But I truly believe that that people do want to try to change, even though it can be hard, you know. Right. Yeah, the way to change is to become a different person by practicing emotions and staying in those emotional states and then really your personality is just a sum of all of your emotional states it's like you're either like oh he's grumpy or oh she is just like a ray of sunshine she's always happy and it's just the repeated emotional states that you get in so if you are that angry fearful person the way you get to the other side is to practice heart coherence and practice those emotions that will form, you'll become a different person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, one of the, like a case study that we've had the opportunity to firsthand observe is we've been working with police and fire and everybody told us, they said, you're not going to be able to teach police and fire. They're not going to be receptive. Okay. Um, those guys are too tough for this stuff. And we taught them hard. We've taught uh, a lot of police and a lot of fire entire forces at this point. And they've been receptive. We haven't had anybody that's that's been disrespectful. They've all listened and they've all they, they practice this with us. And 
I think the reason is, is because innately in everyone's heart, what we're saying is true. And it's an easy portal to healing that anyone can access. And as long, and if you try it once, you'll feel good. You'll feel different. And people want to feel good. They, they don't want to feel the pain. And so it's funny. We'll have people sometimes like a lot of the firefighters are like, this is amazing. But some of them will be like hard shelled. But then I'll hear from them a couple of days later, like, hey, that actually worked. And like, yo, will you coach me? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> wonderful. I got wow. you. You know, like, this is cool. Wow. Yeah. I That's mean, it feels, we, we do like things that feel good. So there, there are immediate benefits that are felt. And it's such simple. It really is such simple stuff that you can start practicing and just put a minute or two a few times throughout your day and you'll actually feel it so i, I wow. feel like it's like, a, it's like try it you like it kind of a thing. yeah yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Of this. <laughs> and it's so fast too it happens really quickly like you can really quickly change your state yes. doing these yes. practices right yes yeah and everything's about state change. As you know, you can have the exact same kid, the exact same husband, the exact same job. And based on your state, it's either like, I have the worst life in the world or I have the best life in the world. Right. Yeah. So there's nothing more powerful. There's no, no better way that you could succeed, whatever that means to you. Maybe that means that you're successful in money, in business, with your family, whatever that is, all of those areas it starts with more positive states. That's what's mm. what really creates a good life. Because as you know, like when someone dies, everybody has been to a funeral and knows who you are is basically the sum of your emotional states. Like when my grandfather died, everybody was just like, he was the greatest. He always showed up. He told mm. good stories. He always made you laugh. He would help you fix anything. He was... He, I know for a fact he did not practice heart coherence. Unfortunately, I had to practice these things to become yeah. a person who's in all of these positive states. And so every once in a while, somebody just seems to be formed like that or it's in their personality, but most of them are not. Mm. But like, who do you want to be at the end of things? Because right? you just be a sum of your states. They'll either be at your funeral, say nothing and be thinking, he was a grumpy ass dude. Yeah. Always mm -hmm. angry. And then your life will just reflect that. You'll be that miserable guy at a job who's self-pitying and feels like they never get the promotion. People like people who are happy. People promote mm. and, <laughs> and love people who are good to be around. And that's all about the positive states that you're in. And I think, too, there's something happening where because there's more people coming into the heart space together, it's being observed more regularly by the people maybe that aren't doing as well. And maybe that they are struggling and maybe they are angry, whatever it is. But I know that, like, I've observed some of my friends and they'll be watching me and they want what I have, but they're not ready to have it at that exact moment. But the more I just keep carrying this frequency, there'll be a time when that pain does get bad enough. And they'll know I'm here. And then when they surrender, you know, th this group that we have is ready to love them up, you know? And I've seen yeah. it. Like people, people will find their way eventually. Not everybody, but a lot of people, you know? Mm-hmm.
Mm-hmm. And you I think what? it takes a skill to reach out to them at the exact time, knowing when they're ready for the seeds to be planted. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And you know, it's interesting what you're saying because um, I, two things come up for me from what you're saying. And, and that is really truly the power of coherence, right? So if, if, mm. if, if one is in a, a coherent state and they are able to hold and maintain that state, um, in a very strong and steady way, then that, of course, vibrating it, that all those protons, right, then then that person literally can change the state of the entire environment. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and unless somebody is completely co- uh, committed to their shadow, in, in which case they'd be so uncomfortable that they would just leave, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but you do and can affect people. And absolutely there there are if you really are practicing this enough it will change your relationships and the people around you and everything will change not that you need it to because really the only thing you can control and do and be focused on is your own state but there's no way things don't change around you they just they do Mm. right right because if you're if you're vibrating at a high state then low low vibrational events and objects cannot stay right they 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 literally would quake themselves away from you because they're 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 not incoherent they're not in harmony yeah they'll right. either raise up to meet you or they'll probably get out of your life mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's it's interesting because literally we are talking about the law of vibration we i i study something called biogeometry. And that's what we noticed in biogeometry when you would correct an environment, basically using sacred geometry to bring everything into harmony and coherence and balance. Um, Mm -hmm. Often, like if we did a property, the the angry neighbor across the street would sell their house six months later. Like it just Mm. like all kinds of weird, you know, like different people would come in. Fascinating. Right? So I think we're kind of talking about the same thing, right? Mm. And yeah, we're talking about wow. and then you're even talking about with environments and I think it's all the same thing. Mm. Right, right. So which brings us to the heart coherence collaborative challenge that you're oh, doing, yeah. which is so <laughs> amazing. Thank you for what you're doing. So tell us about it and why you're doing it and what it is. <laughs> yeah, Liz, so, you want to go? <laughs> in our Facebook group, which is the Heart Coherence Collaborative, we have a bunch of people who are really interested in heart coherence and all matters of the heart. And so the 21 day challenge is a really good way to just motivate people to start a practice or continue a practice where they're getting coherent every day. So really these started with Kyle and like, I don't know, the one person he could rope into doing them. And then kind of spread a little bit. And then there was a, um, there was a group when I joined in it, there was a group and there was a messenger group. And eventually um, there was a fair amount of people there. So I said, let's, we should start a Facebook group. And then it just kind of exploded. Yeah, It's been crazy how much everybody has been drawn to it. I don't even know how in such a short amount of time, there's so many lovely people in our group, but During the challenge, we have a meditation that is heart focused. And then also we come on and do Facebook lives and teach techniques, share different information, and then have guests that come on. And sometimes either 
just to be interviewed or to do a heart meditation or all kinds of related things around the heart, the body healing. Mm. Beautiful. So yeah, Beautiful. We're, we're approaching close to halfway of our second challenge of since we have been a group together. There's so much power in doing stuff as a group, you yeah. know? And that's why, that's why, like, I originally thought about doing it when, when I was at that state where I was running around telling everybody in my life, like, <laughs> the heart is amazing. <laughs> I was like, all right, how can I, how can I commit myself to going in my heart for a long duration of time? And I, I thought that if I could get other people to do it with me, it would help them, but it would also ensure that I went into my heart because I would be responsible for making sure they went into that heart. So there's like something about like working with other people, mm -hmm. just trying to pull other people up where you end up benefiting too and everyone benefits. And one thing that we've done that's become extraordinarily amazing is we created this Wednesday group where we open the Zoom room. Uh, we open our Zoom every Wednesday at eight o'clock and we invite our community in and Leah and I just guide exercises. Uh, Leah, like we'll do the most incredible meditations. I'll sometimes guide a heart coherence or we'll have like, we'll do one from that we found online, but just to have a community actually come together where we raise our frequency and then we just share. One thing we do every meeting is we just have everybody go around and share on what they're grateful for. And like this sharing just builds this frequency and it builds and builds and builds. And like, I'm being honest, I, I truly feel like these people are my family because we've been in the same frequency collectively for so long. It's like my frequency family. It's like, this is my, the people that are actually resonating at the frequency I'm vibrating at. And that feels so good to be in. It's like a big yeah. love wave and it keeps getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> and the Harku Herons collaborative because that wave's sending out, it's coming back. Yeah. And people keep showing up and they're telling us that it's working. It's helping them. The messages we receive every day, every day are so incredible. Like people are telling us that what we're doing is touching them. And I That's can't, so it's the heart wave. It's literally yeah. just the power of everyone's heart wave. That's going over people and healing them. It's happening. That's so beautiful. What are some things that people are saying are sharing? Oh, Oh my gosh. So many things. Just experiences that they're having while meditating. I mean, people are changing their whole mindset, changing their life, changing, changing their life, feeling happy, meditating with their children, feeling like they found their community for the first time yeah, ever. Loved. When I when I hear people saying how supported and loved they feel because <sighs> you know, the it's really almost like a disease at this point, loneliness. And I yeah. know we're all on social media and there is the illusion of connection, but I think it's a rare social media enterprise that actually inspires connection, true mm -hmm. connection. So, you know, they did this, um, they did this study where they asked people, who do you, how many people do you have that you can like truly count on, rely on, and the most common answer was zero in America. Mm. Wow. 
Mm. which is stunning to me and which I think is also there's many reasons for why anxiety and depression are so rampant but connection and the lack of it what it causes in loneliness I mean it 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 directly kills people but it absolutely kills your spirit there is no way to be happy as a human being without connection so that to me because I wasn't any kind of great lover of social media before we did this, but I'm willing to do anything that actually does inspire true connection. That's probably one of my most passionate intentions that I would have and that I would create and feel connection. I think that's, mm. there's three things life's about. I think that's one of them. So oh, how beautiful. Yeah, those messages mean so much to me. That is so beautiful. Well, since we're talking about the heart, what are the other two? Ooh, the other two. <laughs> Wait, what was the question? The other two what? What is the... that, that life is about for me? Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Oh, <laughs> okay. Connection, exploration, and love. Mm. Mm. Very wise. Mm. What are your three, Marla? Let me think about that. Ooh. Mm. Kyle's thinking now. <laughs> oh. um, I know, again, I'm trying, it's a hard time making it down to three because. Um, I know, me too, but you just got to fire it off. Go from your heart. Continue creativity. It would be creativity, uh, um, learning new things, and love. Yeah. I like play. <laughs> I like serve. I like serving. I like playing. Um, and I like love. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I like love in all its forms. You're a lover. Yeah. Mm. Well, because love is it, right? Love is the I like center playing, of everything. Though, a lot. I like playing a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Play is good too. Yeah. Play is good too. So, so tell us, like, mm -hmm. what's next? Like, what would you like to share with us? Woo! What's next for Woo! you? Like, all right, I'm gonna. Like, I'll just try to riddle off a couple of things that are going on. That's just are fascinating things. Um, <laughs> so we just taught at Reality Con with brian scott which is amazing amazing uh we recently put together a couple that people could get that say that again yeah. people could still get the weekend is recorded so people that could not um actually attend can still get that reality con was amazing i just feel like i want to say that because we had the most amazing weekend and if somebody could be a part of that that was the best weekend yeah so we taught heart coherence but then it was also about <sighs> Oh my gosh, it was, it was about reality creation and about coming into this next, really next level of earth. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So the, then we're gonna, we're putting together a program for um, reality transurfing with Renee Garcia. So we have a, uh, Fabulous. a heart mind coordination because the, um, Heart coherence is directly related to heart-mind coordination. So we're putting together a program that kind of references all the reality transurfing topics and then teaches people how they can use heart coherence to actually 
gain all the benefits of heart mind coordination as Vadim Zealand talks about. My God, that's amazing. Congratulations. All wow. Five. We worked on it. Uh, we did a couples course recently with Dr. Kim Diaramo. That's amazing. And anybody can access that. So one of the big things we're doing is we're building out a platform where we're going to turn these things into courses, but we, um, we're, we're, <laughs> we're teaching the, all the fire chiefs in Massachusetts, heart math in the coming month. Um, wow, that's we're wonderful. bringing heart math to several different rehabs. Um, what else, Leah? <laughs> yeah, just creating, I think our own, we are really passionate about the masculine and the feminine and helping mm. couples and then individually. Really, I think we both really believe in how important it is to be in masculine energy and be in feminine energy and the parent. I didn't talk about it because I know that there's a focus of divine feminine on this podcast. I read <laughs> no, but no, well, well, divine the divine feminine needs to help be masculine. So we please, do. we do, right? Yeah. We do. And I, I love it. And I love, I just have to say, I love men. I mean, me I, too. <laughs> I, love, I love men. I really do. And I, I would love for more men to be mm. what, the tr what the divine masculine truly is. It's like yeah. it's strength and it's a bit more solid and it's kind, mm. but like, I know for me, there's some truth to that. You know, like I'm a little bit more flowy. I'm a little bit more soft. I'm a little bit more emotional. All of those things that I actually used to think were bad or I was like trying to pretend that wasn't true. It's funny because I don't know, in our country, we have gotten to a place where it's like, we all wanna say that men, there's no difference between men and women and we're all the same. And we're not. You know, we're not. And you, the way that you know that's not true is because any comedian can stand up and make a joke and talk about like what, their wife is like, and the men laugh. And the same thing can happen where women will in groups too. Like everybody knows, no matter what you say, we're all the same, but then you can get in a group, provided you're a heterosexual person, you can talk about your partner. I mean, even if you're not, you could probably just talk about men or women and every single person will laugh. And that is the test of truth. That's mm -hmm. why things are funny because right. when they're true, they're funny and we do have some crossover and there's a little bit of the other things in each, but right. I do think, I think, I think women are overwhelmed by trying to live like a man. And I think men are depressed trying to live more like a woman. because <laughs> And that's one thing we've forward. really focused on. Yeah. Is, is how it impacts relationships when, <laughs> when this plays out, because there's a lot that can happen in regards to attraction and, and it can get, ugly really quick and there's some simple things that men can do to restore their divine masculine and same with women and we love teaching that as well yeah oh my god we might have to come back on just to talk about that oh <laughs> it's a sensitive thing like i like talking about it a little bit more behind closed doors but a lot of it we're completely open about it there is so much um there's so much truth to it and i've seen things almost from like a repetitive um it's it's almost like a repetitive thing where it's like 
the man is trying to do whatever he can to meet the woman's needs. And he's bowing down because the woman's taking the divine masculine. But in reality, that's downregulating her attraction. Whereas if he just be is a man, like that will probably make her attracted again. And I know, I don't know if that crosses any boundaries, but I've seen it again and again. Right. Well, you know, I, I agree. Go ahead. Go ahead, Leah. You, you yeah, were say I was going to say, I don't know why, but there is such a hostile environment in terms of talking about these things, mm-hmm. but you know what, if it doesn't apply, like if, if, if it doesn't apply and you want to be something else, then that's fine. But I think for the majority of people getting this information and being it supported in your own, either women or man group. And just being allowed to be who you actually are and not who you developed into as a coping mechanism for your family origin. Because I think that's what happens. I think a lot of women, they probably don't have a father that they can actually trust. because They develop this feeling like they're alone in the world. They have to go fight for everything. And it, it's an overwhelming way to live. Mm-hmm. And I think, mm-hmm. I think getting back into softness and openness and letting things come to you and being more in that state it just it feels better I know since I have gotten back to that I just feel so much better and I there really is some chemical truth to what happens in terms of a woman living in an overly masculine way that's not natural and for a man too really a man has lower testosterone and without a, a high enough level of testosterone, they're depressed. So I think there is an epidemic of younger guys, especially who just have like this purposeless life right? and they're depressed. A man needs a purpose and right? like something they're working towards and they need to be needed. And I think a lot of women, they create their own life and they kind of don't really need a guy. And the guy feels that. And that creates a weird dynamic. But there are things that you actually do need from a man. Like I can do things, I can provide for myself, but I cannot hug myself. Right, right. And you can't give yourself the the comfort of the masculine. This reminds me of the work of David Data. David, you know David Data? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. The way of the superior man and your lover, right? Right. And, and then also, this also reminds me of the work of Gender Equity Reconciliation International. I don't know if you know them. It's Jerry G, mm-hmm. Gender Equity. And they create, they host healing conversations between men and women. And then oh. they have ritual around it at the end. It's such beautiful, sacred that. work. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, really beautiful work. But I, you know, I feel like I agree with you so much, Leah, and that we lived, I always tell my friends, we live in such a masculinized culture that, you know, it like, it, it, it sometimes it, um, trying to find the right words, that's why I'm kind of like, going, uh, um, because I don't want, it is hard, but I, hard is not the right, you know, like being, um, a feminine, super sensitive woman is can be really hard in this culture of masculine, mm. you know, this super masculine culture, uh, especially like if you're wanting to do business or kind of get out there. But like, you know, this, the, this culture is not supportive of, of us and our greatness, of any of us, right? Because I feel yeah. like the, the, to say what you're, to kind of echo what you're saying, like coming into the heart 
as a woman, like it really creates this, this, this beautiful softness and this grace and this allowing and this receptivity. And I think for a man, I, when I think about coming into the heart for a man, I think about, um, lionhearted, you know, yeah. the, the courage mm. of the heart, like the, the things that you were yeah. saying, like, and men need purpose. Yeah. And so I just wanted to throw that out there and just let you guys pick any of that up where you would like to. Yeah. Well, we uh, were starting, but do you want to go? Well, you know, it makes me think about like, just, I am leading circles with men where we get around a campfire and we do go into the heart. And when we do it, we're reaching out, grabbing emotions, putting them into our chest. And we're like, yeah, you know, we're like, think about a moment in your life. You're deeply grateful for reach out, pull it in your chest and say, yeah, think about something in your life in the future that you're going to be truly proud of. So it's like, we're bringing the masculine energy into going into the heart and it feels good. Like you can be a man and go into the heart. Yeah. Yeah, you can. So we, we love doing that and we're going to be doing some retreats and stuff like that. But for now we do work with couples and individuals in those areas of either couples or, or getting into a place where you can get into your divine masculine or divine feminine at that natural level, instead of that synthetic thing you created as a defense mechanism. Mm. Mm, Beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. This has been amazing. So is there anything else that you would like to say anything at all? Like you would like to share or something that we missed? We want to, we want to make sure we can get, we know how to find you, but before we get there, like, is there anything else that you feel like we need to say around this subject? I actually, I feel very complete. I would like to just express how beautiful this conversation was. This felt just effortless and perfect. And also just always sending love to Kyle Boyd. Yeah, you know, and I would just like to say too, if you're listening to this and you are feeling disconnected, if you are struggling, please reach out to Leah or I. We're both very good at just listening to people. And please just find your way over to the Heart Coherence Collaborative it's a community of people that are just surrounding themselves in going into the heart space and helping each other heal. And we will love you up. Truly, I mean that. The people in there will love you up if you need it. Absolutely. And sending you love to Leah. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm sending you both love. <laughs> sending you lots of love, Marla. Thank you. And so what's the best way for us to reach you and learn more about what you're doing and support your projects? So Yeah, I would say, yeah. So she's actually the best at this, but I'll just say, you know, if before she goes into all the details, if you know of any opportunities, um, anybody you think that would need, a, a, you know, like a program like HeartMath, that could benefit from this. If you think about it, just let us know. I'm sure we could custom make a program for anybody that needs it. We love doing this stuff. Um, and then Leah will give you our details. Yeah. Maybe. So, no, I am. <laughs> so I would say um, the best thing to do is, first of all, join the Heart Coherence Collaborative, which is our Facebook group. And then it's really the easiest thing to go to our Facebook business page, which is Coherence Trainers. And 
If you don't have Facebook, you can email us. It's coherencetrainers at gmail.com. And those are the best ways to get in touch with us. This is fabulous. Thank you. So before we end, I would love for each of you to think about and share with us um, just one piece of wisdom or one tip or one little gift you'd like to leave us with, whatever feels right for you. Mm -hmm. I would like to leave you with this, that you make a 100% black and white commitment that you will absolutely only be a friend in your own brain. That whatever comes up, that you will just set an intention right now to be a loving face and only your voice in your mind to only be that voice that's like your best friend or when you're talking to a kid or like your dad or your mom, if they were a good person and the transformative effects that will happen from you creating a loving space in your mind will trickle down to just the entire way that you feel within yourself. And wow. when you begin, I just want to say, cause it'll happen where like you still might, like for a while you'll look in the mirror and you'll be like, oh my God, my thigh, oh, you're <laughs> whatever. And so don't yell at yourself, but just say like, no, thank you. And then move towards saying something nice, become your own friend in your brain and whatever comes up, listen to yourself and direct love at it. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you. <sighs> yeah. So if anyone was listening, um, the one thing I'd want to say is that you're probably sitting there and you have all these stories about who you think you are. Maybe there's some living, limiting beliefs that you have about yourself. You've defined yourself like this is who you truly believe that you are. But I would challenge you to forget who you are, become nothing and nowhere at no time. And then from that place, you can create whoever you want to be in this moment again and again and again and again. Right now, you have the potential to become whoever you want to be. That is available to you right now. You just have to forget who you think you are. And if you forget who you think you are, you then can become anybody. I would love to help you do that. Oh my goodness, how fabulous is that? Well, thank you both so much for being here. Thank Amazing. You. And thank you for what you're doing. Wow. Thank you for what you're doing, Marla. This was yes. a blast. You're a great yeah. host. Thank you. You have wow. such a loving presence. It's it's felt and that was so much fun as a result of the space you hold. And fun is one of Kyle's three things. So he really <laughs> I like to celebrate. I like to play. Yeah, <laughs> fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. This was so wonderful and so fun. And and I have to tell you, you know, your 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 vibration is so clear and so coherent. Thank you so much. When I when I started, I was like, oh, I probably should have meditated a little bit more. And like you got me right, <laughs> you got me right in the zone. And I hope that that the same is for our listeners as well. Thank you again for everything and for what you're doing. And I wish you much, much love and luck and gorgeousness continued in all that you do. 
Oh. If you guys are listening to this right now, make sure you follow Marla on all her platforms. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. So take good care. You guys stay on. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sending love um, to all your listeners. All right. Thanks, everybody.